Hi, happy monsters. Can't wait to get to the story. But first, for the adults, hop on over to our website to submit your child's story request. If selected, we'll give them a shout out. Go to happymonsterspodcast.com or visit our Facebook page. All right, let's do this. Crookjaw by Carol Lee Cohen. The day Ichabod Paddock was born, he took his pappy's harpoon for a teething ring. That afternoon, he dove into Nantucket Sound. He swam slick as an eel in a barrel of jellyfish. He swung his teething ring and caught his first killer whale. By the time he was 10, he'd caught 431 whales from his boat, the Blubber Boiler. He got so famous, folks all over New England were naming their dogs, horses, kids, and whaleboats after him. The Boston Navy Yard moved Noah's picture over and made Ichabod number one in the Seafarer's Hall of Fame. But his wife, Smelinda, was his biggest fan. A savage whale can seethe and spit, jump and smash, she'd say. But my Ichabod will get her every time. And it was true. Until one day, when Ichabod met Crookjaw in the Atlantic Ocean, the captain saw something huge breaking water and spouting. There she blows, he hollered. Then he heard her shrill calls and low moans, and he caught sight of her crooked jaws. That whale seethed and she spit. She jumped and she smashed. The captain let fly harpoon after harpoon, but the whale always got away. Day in and day out, the blubber boiler chased Crookjaw. Day in and day out, Crookjaw ranted and raved, crashed and splashed. Time and again, she nearly wrecked the boat. One morning, the whale changed. There was no more racing up and down. She just lulled around, acting cute. Ichabod let fly, but his harpoon just bounced off that sea devil. Sure as eggs is eggs, that whale is spellbound, said the captain. Then Ichabod heard a strange howl. Ow! 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 Calling him. He jumped overboard, dove into that whale's crooked jaws, and swam down to her gullet. He came to a room with a kettle of fish on the floor. 
and a table spread with Cape Cod cranberry sauce, cornbread, turkey pot pie, apples and pears, yams and carrots, succotash, and Indian pudding, and his very favorite, Boston baked beans for dessert. And there was a lady, all dressed up in a frilly frock, walking around in that whale's belly wearing red shoes. Tucked in her belt was a deck of cards. She was singing the most beautiful song he'd ever heard. Ichabod, Ichabod, said the captain. What a surprise, finding the likes of you in here. I always do my traveling by whale, she said, and my shipwrecking too. I wreck em, smash bang on the spot, or bit by bit will I work their captains to death. But it didn't matter what she said. Ichabod was bewitched. They sat down for supper. He ate cooked vittles. She ate live barracuda from the kettle. Then the two of them played go fish. You're awful good at go fish, the lady said the next morning. And that's what you're going to do for me. Now go fish, net me some barracuda. She sent him back out to the blubber boiler with hot barnacle stew. After eating it all up, the crew was bewitched too. Every day, Ichabod and the crew netted barracuda. Every night, Ichabod dove into the whale's jaws with a full net. It was the same thing day in and day out. Now, on Nantucket Island, Smelinda was waiting day in and day out. Every day, she kept her chin up. But every night, she had the worst nightmare. Ichabod getting chewed in the jaws of some savage sea devil. She couldn't let another day go in and out. So she hopped into a little rowboat and rowed out to sea. By and by, she spotted two feet on their way into a whale's mouth. Those feet were wearing the very boots she'd given Ichabod on their wedding day. That's my Ichabod, she cried. 
then she heard a howl. Oh, oh, and she saw the crew sleepwalking on the half-wrecked blubber boiler, and the whale just sashaying around. Smilinda knew what was ailing them. She rode back to Nantucket and got to work. She took her grandma's set of silver egg cups from the kitchen cupboard. She melted and shaped, melted and shaped that silver till she had a harpoon. Then she rode out to sea. When Smelinda spotted the captain dog paddling in the water, she rode on up. Ichabod didn't look good. He looked half chewed, half dead, and all wet. My Ichabod, she said, that ain't no way to keep your britches dry. Get aloft. Jumpin' tadpoles, it's Melinda. Ichabod climbed into the little rowboat. Looky here, she said. I brought this shiny new harpoon for you, darling. He looked at it as if he'd never seen one before. Then he flung the hook. And gosh almighty, it stuck right into Crookjaw. That sea devil roared louder than an ocean volcano showing off. She raced faster than a tidal wave in a hurry. Crookjaw dragged that rowboat clear up and down the entire Atlantic Ocean. The whale finally got tired. She stopped to yawn only a yard from the blubber boiler. And jumping codfish! A big piece of deadwood floated out of that whale's crooked jaws, all dressed up in a frilly frock. Out floated a deck of cards and one red shoe. All the spells were over. Ichabod was so out and out flabbergasted, he dropped the harpoon rope. Only whale he ever let get away. Crookjaw slapped her tail on the water and swam off. Smelinda didn't tell Ichabod the shiny new harpoon was made of pure silver. That's the one metal that turns a witch to wood. And Ichabod didn't ask what happened to Grandma's silver egg cups. But from then on, Ichabod Paddock never met another bewitched whale. And search as he might out at sea, he never found the other red shoe. Did this story turn your little monster into a happy little monster? Consider donating to the show. Listener support keeps the episodes coming. We're also accepting sponsorships, story requests, and author submissions. Visit happymonsterspodcast.com or visit our Facebook page. See you next time.